Okay. Hi, welcome to Political Perspectives. I'm your host, Carrie Lerner, uh, chair of the Democratic Party of Lee County. Today I'm here at a meeting of Pine Island Roar, which stands for Resist, Organize, Agitate, and Rise Up. <laughs> and Roar has actually been a wonderful partner with, as an activist group, has been a wonderful partner with the Democratic Party of Lee County in helping us get out the word to voters about things like the fact that your vote by mail enrollment has, has expired, you need to re-enroll, uh, talking about elections, talking about issues and petitions. But today, I want to talk a little bit about uh, Hurricane Ian and resilience, because many of you may know that Hurricane Ian um, did a terrible damage to many parts of Pine Island in Mapache. And um, Kathy Chumley here is a resident of Pine Island, and she is one of the facilitators of Roar. And Kathy, I'd like you to take a minute to talk about your experience, what you felt about the evacuation process. Were you notified in time? Uh, what about the follow-up? Was your did you have difficulties with your insurance? And what about was FEMA to work with? Um, as far as the evacuation response, it was not enough and not in time. A number of people were still here on the island when the storm hit, who normally would not have been if the county had informed them in a timely manner that the storm was imminent. Um, personally, I was in a better position than a lot of people. My house was damaged, but only to the tune of several tens of thousands of dollars. And I'm lucky enough that my insurance actually paid, but I had to pay out of pocket up front in order to get my insurance to pay. And a lot of people are not in that position. Um, I know numerous people who lost their houses that are now no longer Florida residents. And these are not people who were uninsured. These were people with insurance, but were fighting with their insurance companies, had to deal with public adjusters who are also very difficult to deal with and not particularly helpful, but we're certainly happy to take money from these people. Um, there are a number of properties here on Pine Island, particularly in St. James City and Mount Lachey, that are still in the same position that they were almost immediately after the storm because they are still fighting with insurance companies. FEMA, to my knowledge, recently said that they are running out of money. So there is no more money for people to rebuild their houses. So their entire lives have been decimated. That's my experience. That was your experience. I did speak to um, a, a couple who lives in St. James City. There, uh, many of you may, may or may not know, St. James City was the hardest hit on Pine Island. Uh, they had upwards of a seven-foot surge there. And if you have a house that's not on stilts, I mean, your house is underwater. Yeah. And I spoke to a couple who, that was the situation, in our front property, their home is underwater. And the flood insurance people refused to pay for her ceiling falling down because it's, they said it was due to wind. And her regular insurance company refused to pay because they said the ceiling came down because of the flood. Yeah. Meanwhile, these people, their entire 
savings. This was their dream home. Their entire savings were wrapped up in this tower. They're living um, with, in a home with ripped to this day, with ripped out walls. Um, yes. It, uh, it, 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 it is uh, a very difficult situation. Most of the area has been able to recover, but we still have these hardest areas where people are still in need. And also, so, I want to tag off on um, Ian recovery. Uh, there is legislation at the federal level that was promised to residents who were hit so hard by the storm to declare Ian a disaster for purposes of tax relief. Right. This is not FEMA going to money. This is people being able to write off on their taxes what they had to pay out of pocket. Even people who got insurance like you did, the the out-of-pocket expenses in order to recover need to be able to be written off. It's called House Resolution 1331. Uh, Congressman Greg Stubbe was the prime sponsor of the mill. Our Congressman Byron Donalds. Uh, as a co-sponsor after eight days, he signed on to the bill. But all they did is file the bill in March. March, March 1st. Yes. Which, obviously, that wasn't going to be enough time in order to get it through um, through Congress in time for people to uh, right. write it off on their taxes. So a lot of accountants advised their clients, well, let's do an extension. Well, the extension yes. expired because extensions go into September. The bill is still languishing in, in uh, ways and means. It is. So the recommendation is contact your congressman. Contact Greg Stubbe. If he's your congressman, con- contact Byron Donalds. If your congressman, write letters to the editor. Absolutely. Let, let these people know we're paying attention just because you filed the bill. That's not enough. The job of your congressman is not just to file legislation. But to see it through, you need to, you know, we need our representation to go to this committee, go to the chair of Ways and Needs. The Republicans are in the majority, so they have control. They have the chair, chairs of all the committees, and they have the speaker who has the ability to introduce these bills on the floor. So that's that's pretty and the much, rest of us have the right to be represented, whether we're Democrats or Republicans, because we are their constituents. So thank you. Thank you very much for your time, Kathy, and for sharing your personal story. Thank I'm you. Carrie Lerner, chair of the Democratic Party of Lee County, and this has been Political Perspectives. Yeah.